Hello, listeners, and welcome to the last A Little Wiser of the year, 2023. I'm here with my co-host and producer, Erica Gerard. Hello, Erica. Hello, everyone. As always, we're going to do what we do on this show, which is talk about last week's show, what we gleaned from it, what we took away. And as you know, Erica, because you edit these shows and listen to them over and over <laughs> again during that process, that I was very sparked, I think is the word you used, and lit up by something particular in this episode. So I'm excited to share that. Ooh, especially at the end this. of the year. Okay, yeah. What is it? What was... Yes, what, you do. What? I do? I don't yes, remember. You, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, I'm about again. to remind you. Okay. Live, live. Last week's interview with Rebecca Kaduru, I found on another podcast, The Happiness Lab, which is a very, very successful, wildly popular podcast because it's really freaking good with Dr. Lori Santos on the science of happiness. Well, I'm curious to know what jumped out. Like, what? So you heard it on the Happiness Lab. What was it about that story that captured you so much and you were, what made you think, oh my gosh, we have to have her on All the Wiser? Well, so if you listened to last week's episode, Rebecca was in a terrible car accident while living and working as, as a young mother in Uganda. And the episode was in the accident she had, which if you go back and listen to the episode or you have, there's so many things that unfold that are crazy and just the aftermath and the treatment and the surgeries. Why I was drawn to Rebecca's story is that a, it was the type of story we told, right? She survived this terrible mm -hmm. car accident in Uganda and went through incredible pain and suffering and is still in that process, but has a lot of perspective to offer. So I knew that's what this podcast is about. But the part that was so incredible was that part of Rebecca's healing journey was being on a walk and listening to another podcast, which was the Happiness Lab, right? And hearing the story of J.R. Martinez, who was burned. He was serving the military. Basically, went through the same thing. Basically, went through the same thing. Yes, something yeah. traumatic that changed the way he looked and the reconciliation of that. And so, while she's in the throes of it, she's on a walk, hearing him tell his story and she falls to her knees in tears and then Lori Santos brings them together and that was the episode I heard which completely lit me up and yeah so that's how we found the story I remember now yeah we were talking about how stories get to people who need them the most and that is why podcasting is so freaking cool that you could be just going for a walk with your dog, listening to a podcast, and it could literally change your life forever. Hearing someone else's words, hearing someone else's story, and seeing yourself through their eyes and learning about their journey and how they overcame it. I think so many of us just want to know that it's possible to recover. Sometimes recovery feels when you're just in it, in the shit 
it feels so unreachable or not only unreachable, but just, okay, so I do get to the other side and what the hell does that look like? Like, who am I then? There's so much uncertainty. There's so much unknown. And having an example of someone who has gone through what you have gone through to hell and back and is is happy, <laughs> is still happy on the other side, isn't like living, you know, as a hermit inside their bedroom watching Bachelor in Paradise on repeat. So. Well, yeah, because you don't, yeah, to your point, you're so uncertain and, and sad about the future that could be and somebody offers you this real life true example of what the future what is possible right and we always use the word hope and possibility i think that's what jr martinez offered her in her earbuds on her walk was like some hope and some possibility for a a future where she was Mm -hmm. you know for lack of a better word (laughs) happy again but i think why it's such a mystery which i think is part of what makes it cool about People have no idea, right? They record a podcast, they do an interview, and it could be seven months later, halfway across the world, and somebody listens and is changed. Right. And the person who told their story is never going to know, right? They just showed up and told the truth of who they were, and somebody else who needed to hear it, who they will never meet. And there's something about that's so cool and is somebody who tells those types of stories that I like to believe would have that impact. There's just something about it and I believe in it, but it's also a mystery. You know what I mean? I don't have a lot of facts around how it happens or when it happens. So I think when I heard Rebecca, I'm like, it's true. It really like (laughs) here, it's so true that this is and it kind of like this podcast I think maybe that's why I it meant so much to me because that's what I hope is happening on this show. No, I I know it's happening on this show. I people have told me. I know someone who was suffering greatly from Lyme disease and also combined with depression and and couldn't get out of bed and that this was the only podcast that they could listen to while they were yeah, in bed recovering. So, I mean, look, that's that's the hope, of course, is that we can find healing through the wisdom of other people's experiences. And how do, how else would you know about them if like how I mean, I don't think people are walking around on the street sharing, you know, about the worst thing they've ever <laughs> no. been through and what it taught them. Well, it's like being physically in a room where everybody has had that moment or where you you meet somebody and you're and you have some real moment where you're like, oh my God, they get it. They had the same thing happen. And I think that's ideally the point of connection. You know, it happens in the real world. I would say less now, because I feel like we're also disconnected with just technology and the way that the world is set up right now. But it's all it, it it's happened to us where we meet somebody we connect with and have a shared experience, and that's this happening in a different way and and casting a much wider net because when people, depending on the podcast, people you know tens of thousands, if not millions of people 
or hearing your voice right. and then it poof, shoots out into the world. I think that was really cool for me and affirming in a way of the work that that you and I have done together on this show. And And then there was another thing about Rebecca. You know from working with me that my work relationship with work <laughs> has changed over the years. I did not have at many times much balance. I was so driven by producing, succeeding, delivering excellence, all of those things. And that has softened for me very much in the right direction. And when I talked to Rebecca on the phone to do this interview, I really related. You know, she said, I've changed. I was really an ambitious person and I still am, but I have much more balance and clarity on my time and how I spend it. I connected with with her over that. So I think for those two reasons, I was really drawn to share her story. I can totally see that, that you would have connected with her about that because you both are like goal-oriented, check it off the list, crush that task. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I know how you feel about my list. Um, but what about you? What was your moment or how did it land with you? I loved the story. I, I've i had the opportunity to spend a little time in Africa and it is just such a wonderful place filled with culture and just the, the people and the, I, it was so wonderful to hear her talk about how she was able to really make a difference in the lives of especially young women there. I was just blown away by how like when she was looking for workers and she was having a hard time because the men would come and then they just wouldn't show up the next day. And so she couldn't get any consistency going. But then the the wives would come and be like, hey, I know my husband didn't show up, but is there any way that I could work. And so it was like, yeah, women get shit done. Like here, these women were just thirsty for an opportunity. And Rebecca was able to give that to them. And look how it like lifted everyone up along the way. It lifted up the women, it gave them skills, it, they educated the women on how to manage the finances and the household and the kids. So that was real. And that was awesome. I loved that part learning about her organization and, and that part of her journey. But the part that really stuck out to me was, and I guess I, I relate to this because I'm a bit of a, I guess I would say I'm a bit of a rebel too. I don't like to do what everyone else does, which is she did refuse to share her journey of healing on social media. She was like, no, yeah. I'm not here to be your entertainment. And I think there is a lot of pressure when we have something big going on in our lives to share it with the world and and people want to know what's going on with you, but they don't want to know so badly that they'll pick up the phone and call you. They just want to be able to see it on your feed. And, you know, you've had that experience where you walk into 
the coffee shop and you run into someone and they're like, oh, how's that thing going that, you know, you have going on? And you're like, what? Did I tell you about that thing? They're like, yeah, I saw it on Instagram. And I don't know about you, but that always makes me feel a little like icky. I don't know. Does that bug you? Well, I just, I loved it too. I'm so glad you brought that up because I think there is this celebration of the truth of vulnerability, which is now so it feels like such a buzzword, that it is true that in sharing all of these things, right, that that we believe that it's really cathartic to the person to not be hiding all of these things. But it's there's also this pressure now with social media to share it with the world and be public and, mm-hmm. you know, have this big, brave fight. And I think that the a, that is not for everyone. Many people are private and want to work through things. And so the idea that sharing has to be this public, all exposed or heroic journey versus maybe sharing is just you and your partner or you and your best friend or yeah. you and your 90-year-old aunt. Um, so that was her saying... I, I I don't have to subscribe to this. I'm going to do it my own way, right? Right. Like I'm not – I don't need to document my journey for you. Yes. Yes. To consume. Yes. For you. Exactly. Yeah. You don't even have to document your journey. <laughs> like it's not – you don't have to have a record of the worst time of your life and how you – got through it. I mean, I think personally, those that's captured in your inside. That's captured in your spirit. That's yeah. captured in your heart. It's captured in your mind. It's it's your body. It's held in your body. But I I think she was just she mentioned a few times that everyone's on their own journey and that trauma especially is Everyone deals with trauma, but we deal with it in our own way that's meaningful to ourselves and that we shouldn't feel the pressure for some sort of recovery trajectory that, you know, we've got to have it all mapped out for everyone and that we should just lean into our intuition and what we need for ourselves, and not what we think everyone else yeah. wants us. The world. Yeah. To have. Yeah. I recently I've been obsessed. I've been saying a lot. Two things can be true. <laughs> I feel like both I keep saying and. that to my to my <laughs> kids, but both and when she was talking about her friends, which I wholly get, and it's true, right? About your face and your appearance are right. what really matters, and you have your health, and that is true. It's also true that having insult and injury and your face being not the face you recognized your entire life is jarring and complicated and painful. (laughs) So, you know, we talked earlier about hope and I think we have such a tendency, right, to want to comfort and want to and downplay what she was saying is Yes, is that she she that that was hard for her to hear. She actually 
And also, I think it is the truth for anybody who's being on it. I would certainly feel that way if my face was smashed. I would, if somebody but the insides are what mattered, be like, and I don't effing recognize myself. So, <laughs> you know, right. like, so this idea of, I, I guess, just like leaving space for all of it and her express, her articulating that as supportive as people were trying to be, some of the things they were saying felt like they didn't validate how much pain she was in. Yeah. And wasn't it interesting that it was the women from the older generation who were like, yeah, girl, if you want to get your face done, do it. Like they were, it was the young women that were were like, just self-acceptance. Beauty isn't everything. But the older women were like, yes, get it done. However you want to feel. Which I think makes sense to me because they've been through the aging process and they know how it feels to look in the mirror and not recognize yourself in the same way. And they know what it feels to when your self-confidence takes a hit and weren't minimizing her her feelings, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. I really, really liked her. I just found her to be super bright. And the the two things you just said, obviously, in the story, we focus a lot on her accident and hearing JR's story. But this whole other chapter of her life in Africa and what she created, it's really beautiful to think about. Absolutely. All right. This is our last episode of the year. Happy holidays to everyone listening. Erica, what are you doing for the holidays? Hanukkah. Well, Do you celebrate tonight Hanukkah? starts Hanukkah, yes. Um, so I'm going to be making a lot of fried potato pancakes called latkes. Okay. Um, uh-huh. I, am, I am team sour cream, not team applesauce, just for the record. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll be having latkes over here and just laying low for the holidays. How about you? We are home here in LA having a, we're having a Griswold family Christmas, little (laughs) dinner party, Christmas vacation. So that'll be happening. And yeah, we're here. We're going to have friends over. And then December 26th, I am going to Mexico and we are celebrating (gasps) my parents' 50th wedding anniversary oh wow so cheers to spending half half a century with the same person oh my god (laughs) i'm really excited about that i mean that is really really special so yeah ending the year and yeah trying to celebrate and be festive but also not be too crazy with the million things that happen so that's my goal good yeah that'll be good all right before we go I always love ending the year looking back and in this case, all the wiser, my favorite, some of my favorite moments of 2023. Diane Button episode rocked my world. I think it rocked yours too. And that was a surprise. I did not know that episode was going to be as impactful as it was. And it was a deviation. It was a little bit different than our normal story arc. So that was like, that was a really just great moment, I think, for the show. And I learned a lot from her. And I did a lot of interviews in person this year. Haley Holm, um, Fernando. Yeah, you did. 
And mm-hmm. yes, and being with these people, they tend to, as you know, the conversations go a lot longer because you're not sitting on a computer staring at a clock. And there's, it's really cool to actually know these people and I don't know, just be with them after the conversation and before. So I think being with Haley, you know, being the Fernando interview, my daughter was with me, the Diane Button episode that just ended up being so beautiful. Those would be my immediate standout moments. How about you? For me, I would say Fernando Murillo, of course, was just, you know, but but also Alice Marie Johnson. I am so inspired by people who, because my biggest fear is being trapped, like, and unable to leave wherever I am, just being trapped. And these people who, like, created the most incredible things behind bars that you would think being incarcerated might not be such an inspiring place. But to the contrary, I think so much inspiration has come from some people who we've spoken with while incarcerated, whether it's personal change, whether it's what they've been able to create or offer to the world or how they've been able to impact lives and help others. Really, it was so much of what they were able to give. Uh, I would say those are my my top two. Both were amazing. And yeah, who would expect the meaning and the beauty and the change, the love that w- that would be happening inside prisons, right? As you said, being trapped. And yeah, they were both really, really incredible guests with incredible stories. So I loved Alice and Fernando as well. All right. Happy holidays to everyone listening. We are so grateful. There really are no words for what this audience means to us that you yeah, show up to hear these stories and to be with us. And we are really lucky to have you. And we hope you take care of yourself and your people during the are holidays. And we no, do I sound like I'm crying? Oh, I thought you were crying. Sorry. No, I am. As you know, I'm a crier, but I'm currently not crying. Maybe you should start. Maybe. <laughs> Erica's a producer and she loves a good emotional moment. So I love a good her cry. Her moment, she was thinking she could edit this to with like a dramatic <laughs> pause. But I am filled with love and gratitude, but I am not crying. And I can't wait to be back with everyone and with you, Erica, in 2024. Same, same, my friend. Love you so much and love you guys. And if you had a favorite episode this year or something that you wanted to share with us about a story that changed your life or impacted you, please, 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 we would love to hear from you. We literally go bananas when we hear from you. We're like, oh, listen, this person was inspired. So please DM us at All The Wiser Podcast, or you can email us at hello at allthewiserpodcast.com. Those are where we tend to live. And please have a, a happy, safe, healthy holiday season. And we'll see you back early 2024.
the impact that a person can make. Absolutely. You didn't turn your phone off? <laughs> I I did. It says do not disturb. <laughs> what is happening? I love it. How is that possible? And it says do not What is happening? <laughs> Holy shit. And now there's banging going on under uh, below me right now. Maybe that's a sign that we just need to wrap. We need to wrap it up. Okay. Um, yes. I. <laughs> Oni, put it's down a- the hammer. 